Good morning. Welcome to all of you, wherever you are in the journey of life. I'm Father Steve Lacan, and I thank your pastor, Father Mark Guzman, who has a great heart for the poor, for inviting me to share this weekend with you and, and celebrate the sacraments. I invite our wonderful ambassadors to pass out the brochures for Cross-Catholic Outreach. And again, thanks to your pastor and staff who have been so generous to invite us to this beautiful parish of St. Nicholas to share the message of helping the poor and being the light of Christ in the Easter season. As you know, uh, we service about 266 missions in 39 countries, including the Philippines, Latin South America, Africa, Haiti, and even the Ukraine, where uh, we are providing uh, cleaning packs and helping people uh, to survive that terrible disaster. We provide clean drinking water and shelters, homes, clinics, schools, and of course, feeding programs. Because of people like you, uh, across Catholic Outreach in 2021, you participated in a great miracle. We were able in that year, the year of COVID, to raise $3.1 million and to really create a miracle of God's love reaching to many parts of this world and bringing the love of Christ. And so I am very happy to be here this weekend, and I'm very proud that Cross Catholic Outreach, which really serves the poor with 94% of your uh, gift going to the projects and continuing the good work of the gospel. There's a kind of a cute little story about the visiting priest. I'm retired. And I do this a number of weekends out of the year, but the visiting priest was having a hard time uh, with the microphone. Sometimes, as you know, you gotta fiddle with it and things go kind of goofy. And he gets frustrated and he says at the beginning of his homily to the good Catholic congregation, there's something wrong with this microphone. And the good congregation responded, and also with you. I suppose there's something wrong with all of us. That's why we're here, right? Because there's something even more right with all of us as well. So my homily today is in three parts. And I went a little long last night, so I'm going to try to tighten it up a little bit. Uh, you have been so good to us in helping cross Catholic Outreach's ministry. The three parts is the first, I want to give you a little background information, why I'm doing this, and secondly, preach about the gospel and the scripture because that is the only basis for asking for you to be partners in this opportunity of mission. And thirdly, to give you more information of how you can participate with the brochures and such. And so uh, I'm from southern Minnesota originally, Minneapolis. I was ordained uh, 47 years, 23 out of my 47 years. I've been in hospital ministry and parishes after that and with that. And I grew, I'm seven of 11, grew up on a dairy farm near Faribault, Minnesota. And I milked cows from the time I was 10 years old and up. Now today they would call that child abuse. Uh, after about two weeks of milking cows, I realized this is not my vocation, Lord. Take me out of here. Of course, I kept milking cows because I was afraid of what dad would do to me if I stopped. 
and um, well into the seminary years. But I had an opportunity when I was a pastor in my 40s uh, out of sabbatical to take um, about eight weeks to travel to the missions. And I had a life-transforming experience in that travel. I went to the Philippines, uh, to Africa, Botswana, Zimbabwe, Kenya, a number of countries. And uh, since then, I've gone to Latin America and also to India and visited Mother Teresa's missions in Calcutta and also celebrated Mass at her grave, which was really a highlight of my, of my priesthood. And so I had the opportunity to travel with people and some of the missionaries and make bricks for latrines and water projects. And I had this awakening, uh, maybe similar to this awakening that the disciples are having in the gospel. I had this eye-opening experience that I was living in a bubble, that 90% of the world doesn't live the way we do. And that's not necessarily bad, but 90% of the world doesn't have clean water. It doesn't have uh, the basics of surviving in creation. And so I realized at that time that I wanted to get out of my bubble and share the message, the good news of Christ, building bridges to the developing countries and to give something back to our brothers and sisters around the globe. And so uh, I bring a little uh, visual aid for my homily. I bring a jug of water. Uh, I get off the plane from Minneapolis or anywhere going to the missions, and I, I usually pick up a gallon of water. Why? Because we all need clean water, right? You got to drink a lot of clean water. And most countries don't have Many of the populated areas don't have the basics of clean water. And of course, 60% of our body is water. And if we don't have clean water, we get sick, we don't function in an optimal way, and we get uh, diseases that are easily preventable. And so, again, I'm on my mission number of weekends a year, and it's good to be here. I turn to the scriptures today, and there's two thoughts I want you to remember. And one is the disciples, uh, having lived through the crucifixion, these two disciples, Cleophas and the other one whose name we don't know, they are walking to Emmaus, they're trying to escape Jerusalem, and they're obviously devastated. They are devastated, they have lost hope, they thought Jesus was the Savior, the Messiah, and they were going in the wrong direction. They were going to Amos, which is a city kind of like Las Vegas. Uh, there's probably a spa there. They wanted to go and get away and get happier because they were without hope. And of course, Jesus joins them on this journey. And in their devastation, their hopelessness is turned into joy and greater faith. Now, some of us, perhaps most of us, have had some experience of devastation. If you've lost a loved one, gone through a job loss that was uh, horrendous, or a marriage problem, or uh, if you're a teenager, maybe flunked a test, if you still have tests in schools, I don't know. And whatever, losing a game, if you're in sports, could be devastating for some of us as well. And so in that devastation, Christ walks with us. And my point is, Christ always appears to us with the help of other people, and the scripture, and of course, the Eucharist. And that's the second point. The Eucharist 
is our lifeline to God. Without the Eucharist, we are abandoned and off on our own. But Christ gives us divine food every Sunday at least, if not every day, to walk the journey and to have faith in this complicated world that we live in and to not lose hope as we can easily do. And so, my friends, I invite us in the midst not only of devastation, but also in the midst of our struggles to always turn to the Eucharist. And as you gather here so beautifully in your church with your wonderful ministries and music, uh, giving God thanks and praise. And again, thanks to your staff and Father Mark, who has a heart for the poor and brings you into this space to enrich you and help all of us grow. And so, my friends, um, two stories I want to share about the missions and in the devastation uh, of many people's lives, what I saw is devastation is a daily event for many who have nothing. And so uh, two stories. One is in the northern part of Kenya, uh, the climate change is making a lot of that country into, into desert. And what used to be maybe an hour walk or two hours walk to get some water out of a stream, which would be contaminated, or some wells, they're drying up. So this is causing tremendous populations across Africa to emigrate to Europe and other places and to the big cities where there's more problems and terrorism and, of course, uh, more difficulties and violence. And so Cross Catholic Outreach is working with the African Fathers to build 13 water projects digging deeper wells so that people can stay on their farms and their areas and they don't have to walk the six hours or eight hours now that it takes to just get some basic water. And if they can stay in their land and in their homes, they can domesticate animals, they can plant uh, crops and uh, vegetables for their own use and their life can have stability. And so we're raising, trying to raise over uh, $500,000 for those 13 water projects. And another story I want to share with you that really was more personal for me is that when I had a chance uh, in Haberoni, I came across a sister who rescued a child. Now, of my 11 uh, in the family, I, there's 10 besides myself, and number 10 in the family is Marianne, a special needs child who was born without a functioning thyroid. And so Marianne was kept on the farm with us and taught us a lot about what it really means to be normal, to love. Huh? And so Sister Isabella in Haveroni came across little Maria, who was tied to a post in the back of their hut, this family's hut. And being handicapped and special needs, she was there with the chickens and the pigs. And when they threw out the garbage, she would have to scavenge to get something to eat. And we probably wonder, how could somebody be so ignorant? But of course, you know, ignorance is pervasive. And just turn on the internet and you'll find that out, in case you haven't. And so she adopted little Maria and brought her into the convent and enabled her to have love and care and appreciation and respect as a child of God. And so what a gift our missionaries are doing the work of Christ, bringing the message of Christ to the ends of the earth. And you are part of this partnership and opportunity we have of sharing the gospel. 
And you do much of that here with your school and ministries. You're a very active parish, and you are very uh, special to help all of us reach out in a various ways to some of the most desperate poor, those who are most devastated day by day in the missions. And so if you take the brochure, if you'd be so kind, um, many of you have seen this before. Please take the brochure, hold on, look at it. You can see Matthew 25 at the bottom of where sisters holding two children. And when did you see me hungry and feed me? When did you see me naked and clothe me? When did you see me thirsty and give me drink? When did you see me as a stranger or sick or in prison and visit me and welcome me? That which you do to the least of my brothers and sisters, you do for me. And so my friends, in the midst of great devastation in the world, it is you and I who are the face of Christ, bringing hope, bringing faith to places of darkness and helping people survive in incredible ways. You can open the brochure and see the countries we work in and Pope Francis shaking hands with Jim Kavanagh, the president of Cross, who's the leader down in Pompano. We have a special relationship with the Holy Father. And of the 94% that goes to the missions, 8% goes to the Holy Father's missions. And as you know, he has a heart uh, bigger than this church for the poor and those who are suffering greatly in the world today. You open the brochure again, and you can see on the left-hand side how your dollar gets spent. And we are really pushing for water projects and wells right now. And that's why I bring this jug of water, because it's so essential for me. And uh, I'm going to have to stop talking soon, because I'm going to get thirsty, right? Um, but $500, believe it or not, does the beginning of a well in many parts of the world. And we can go out for dinner uh, to a fancy place and spend three, four, five hundred dollars easily with a group of special friends or family. But to think that could provide clean water for a whole community, not just one family, but a whole community. And what's really special about Cross is the people in the community help dig those trenches and attach the well products so that if everything, anything breaks, they're going to be there to fix it. So we just don't send money in, but we help people learn the skills to provide for themselves with vocational schools and these projects of building homes and such so that they can thrive and provide for their families as you do as well. So we just don't give them a fish to keep them from starving, but we teach them how to fish, you might say, and to provide for themselves. Home housing is very essential for security in our lives and uh, for $2,000, $2,500, you can build a home for Christ. And the old house and the new house you can see uh, in, with this family. And the new house is especially uh, critical in Latin South America, where a lot of the cartels are stealing children, molesting them, bringing them into the drug trade, and taking them from their families and education and using them in malicious ways. And now with a door that locks, uh, they can be safe and also not be bit by snakes and spiders, and they can go to school and get educated. You turn the brochure on the side, you can see a place for prayer requests. We all have special needs and concerns, people to pray for, and the cross staff prays for these needs every uh, week down at the headquarters, and 
we receive copies of these in a very general way. There's, again, the pie chart where 94% of your gift goes to the mission. And also, uh, that is, if you didn't know that, a high percent of going to uh, the direct projects. We work through the Catholic bishops, priests, nuns, and laity, and not through the corrupted governments to get the job done. As a place, we would love to have you uh, acknowledge you and to share your information. Cross does not give that or share that or sell that to anyone else. And you can also uh, note how many times a year you want to be contacted. Uh, the brochure tears in half, and it becomes a self-addressed envelope. And you can specify what your gift is for and what special project you might have. And, and in Zambia, for instance, we have sisters doing a clinic for unwed mothers, uh, actually for all mothers. Uh, within 100 miles, there's no other clinic to help them in their maternal care. That's a wonderful project. You can give this brochure to me if you have your checkbook or would like to share a gift at the end of Mass. There'll be baskets at the door. I'll be at the back. And um, also, you can take this home and pray over and ask the Lord, what is, what is the mission you are called to do? What are we uh, being asked to do in the midst of great devastation to be a light for Christ? So I'm asking you today to be generous and to share a gift. We do goods in kind. So uh, food products that our farmers produce, they uh, are the most productive sector, as you know, in our society. And milk, dried milk, beans, rice, flour sits in warehouses. And for $100, we can ship $8,000 worth of goods in kind to help people survive uh, devastating times. So I'm asking you to be generous and to give a gift. And I'm not asking you to give till it hurts. I'm asking you to give till it feels good. Huh? <laughs> do what the Lord is calling you to do. Pray for our missionaries. Thank you for what you've done in the past. And God bless you in this beautiful parish.